0: P A C K A G I N G dot com. Welcome to sustainable packaging. I am Corey Connors, and today I have uh, some very amazing people from a great company here in, in Oregon called PacTech. I'd like to uh, welcome Mr. Gary Pankin, who is the sustainability officer, and Annie Ryan, who's the marketing coordinator and Danielle Fuller, who is inside sales. And I'm just so excited to to be here with you guys because I'm a huge fan of Tech. And uh, so, so welcome.
1: Awesome. Thank you for having us. We appreciate the the gesture and uh, willingness to participate with us in, in our venture.
0: Yes. A lot of a lot of people say that plastic is not sustainable, and I totally disagree. I think you guys uh, make an incredibly sustainable product or products, I should say, made from 100% post-consumer recycled material, and fully 100% recyclable and reusable again. And we'll get to those points as we go along here. But I'd like to start uh, with Gary and ask, who came up with this pack tech, four pack and six pack that that we're all familiar with
1: well this kind of originated back in 2009 where we went after the can carriers and that was really the owner jim borg and his son zach borg who is the vp of engineering they decided that they wanted to come up with a solution for the quad packs and six packs out there and that's when that pretty much took off and to meet those requirements for sustainability that they they have, which is very high as the craft brewers, that's when we started converting everything over to 100% post-consumer recycled material. It's been very good since.
0: Oh, wow. So they didn't start out that way. You guys even became more sustainable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We used to, we started out years before that using just virgin material, HDPE, and making handles, multi-pack solutions for all kinds of products for P&G, Heinz ketchup, and Dr. Pepper Snapple, all those uh, products that you see out in Costco and- Big brands.
0: Yeah, great. I'm impressed that they're made with 100% post-consumer material. I would love to ask you guys, how many of these actually get recycled or reused? Do you have any stats that you can share with us? Maybe Annie can speak to this or Gary, I I don't know, whoever wants to.
1: Well, that's a topic um, that we discuss quite frequently because uh, the whole recycle program that we initiated um, was really a grassroots type of setup. And so we approached the brewery and a couple others and said, hey, we want to do this. And they said, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go after it. And so we've been kind of uh, storm rolling across the United States with this. And we really haven't gotten a good method yet to track how many of them are actually getting collected and recycled. But I can tell you that we bring them back to our facility as well from consumers and employees and other stories around the local community. And we're we're pretty doing about two to three thousand pounds a month that we're collecting locally. And that's growing every day. And so uh, we just, we just haven't got that statistic in place yet.
0: That's, a, that's an impressive amount of material, just that. So well yeah. done.
1: Yeah, we actually combine it with all of our waste material that's produced in the manufacturing stream. And uh, that actually equates to quite a bit more that we're actually doing a circular model to where it goes to our reprocessor and then comes back to us to make new handles. And so we've been pretty successful in that. And I mean, that's, that's upwards around you know, 400,000 pounds a year.
0: Wow, that's incredible! So yeah. that's the amount of post-consumer recycled material you use per year—four hundred thousand pounds, or is that?
1: Oh no, no, we're up at about twenty-two million pounds a year.
0: Oh, was, oh, that's how much you recycle.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Wow. Yes, that's very impressive.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting to see that happen, and we watch it develop and and the way it's taken hold out there in the community as well as across the United States. So. Um, that's where Annie gets her fill because she's talking with all of them as well.
0: <laughs> so Annie, for our audience, can you explain what, what the PacTech product is or what they are?
2: Like the actual handles.
0: Yeah. What are they so used for?
2: Consumers will most likely see them as our can carriers. So the six packs, the quad packs, the crowlers, and even you know, non-breweries so will see them and in box stores. So see the twin packs at costco a unipack so those you know the big like hawaiian punch jugs you're carrying the unipack i mean these are all our handles and they're all recyclable so that's mostly where you'll see them but yeah our can carriers are one of the biggest parts of our recycling program
0: that's awesome yeah Yeah, so one
1: of the things i'd add real quick if you don't mind is um She's right. We do do a multitude of different types of styles of handles to go to a lot of the big CPGs out there, but everything's made of HDPE. So it's all a number two plastic. And now everything's produced with hundred uh, percent recycled plastic as well.
0: That's great. So these are the the plastic toppers or, or carrier handles that are used at costco and any retail store where you can buy beer mostly Mm -hmm. mostly craft beers would you say Mm
2: -hmm. yes Uh,
0: i think another one of the big benefits of these is they provide a cover over the top of the can and i really like that from a a health standpoint a, Mm -hmm. a safety standpoint
2: It's hygienic. Uh, Yeah. You know, keeps the dust off of everything, very clean. And I mean, not to mention, these things are mostly in coolers and you keep them in ice and they're they're waterproof and they don't break down. So super durable, super recyclable, made of recycled materials. It doesn't get any better.
0: (laughs) And reusable. And reusable. Almost infinitely, right? I mean infinitely. Dozens and dozens of times, um, hundreds maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah, we've had reports from breweries that they're actually taking them in and they've reused over 50 times on new product going out there. And
0: uh, That's incredible. Yeah. Very impressive. I love the stats. I love that it's in Oregon here, where I live and do you have any other locations or is it all produced just here in the northwest
1: right now it's all produced here in the northwest we have a facility here in eugene and we have a facility in cottage grove we have another facility that's in the works which is our new one which is going to be here in eugene which is right off berthelsen
0: also will it be a third or will it replace the other two
1: It'll probably replace this Eugene facility because it's about four times the size, and which means uh, we'll increase our employee count twofold, which would be fantastic for the community as yeah. well by offering a lot of jobs for the, the area.
0: All right. I visited your factory and it, it is very impressive. Oh, um, thank you.
2: Oh, good. When were you here?
0: It's been, boy, maybe two years.
2: Oh, cool.
0: But very impressive, very clean, uh, a lot of happy people working there. So it's really cool to see.
2: Yeah, we have a fantastic culture here.
1: Yeah, the environment is great. and Kudos to the to the owners of the company is that they're very, very adamant in making it a, a good friendly atmosphere and as well as an environmentally friendly atmosphere.
0: That's really good. And that, I think, is a great segue into my next question. What are the sustainability goals that PacTech has right now?
1: You know, that's an interesting question because really with the way today's economy is and some of the things that are going out there, one of our primary focuses is really to stay with the 100% recycled content. There's a lot of demand coming out there in other ways and a lot of disruption around plastics. And we believe wholeheartedly that this is the most sustainable approach is through Um, using 100% recycled content as well as recycling of plastic and keeping it out of the environment and reducing resources. That's really our primary initiative. Now, we've also joined with other organizations, some in Oregon and some across the United States. One big one that we just got connected with is the U.S. Plastics Pact, and they're going nationwide about establishing goals for recycled content for a lot of the big CPGs and what have you, and, and the recycling rates and getting the recycling rates up. And so it's a really a huge push and this is a great initiative for us. Of course, we always kind of sit back and, you know, we say, yeah, 30%, that's great, recycled mm-hmm. content. And we're going, okay, we've been doing that since 2012 at the 100%, so <laughs> catch up.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking of Heinz, right? Catch up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, you guys are a real pioneer, which is one of the reasons why you, I wanted you to be one of my first guests on this um, podcast. And Oh, thank you! So well done, and kudos to you.
1: Yeah, I, one uh, of the I just want to mention the one of the initiatives around that is also our recycling program. It's a it's a huge undertaking that we've seen grow leaps and bounds just over the last year. And we want to see that continue growing. And so that's a huge initiative on our part is to make, make sure we can connect breweries and other collection sites with the right reprocessors and keep our products in the recycle stream where it belongs.
0: So you guys provide a corrugated container at a brewery or a restaurant and patrons will fill those up with the PacTech handles, right?
2: Yeah, so it's actually a blue recycle bin. Yeah, okay. and we have them branded, so it's easy to recognize and easy to participate. So they, we have about almost almost six hundred participants wow. nationwide, and even Canada. We're ramping up in Canada, and you know, even sneaking a peek into Australia, which we will, yes. which we're working on so we're taking it international now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, you know, we add about, gosh, I want to say at least five to 10 participants a week, if not a day. Um, This program is, is just growing wings and taking off and I mean, I couldn't be more passionate about this. It's just, it's really exciting to see, you know, communities and breweries who use our product to 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 recycle and to recognize and to be educated that these, this product that I'm using is a sustainable product, and it could be reused again and again and again. So let's recycle, let's recycle this. And we wanted to have these bins out there available, you know, instead to, to create an awareness for not even I mean, in some places they are curbside recyclable, but in some places they aren't. And we're really taking that responsibility to keep it in the recycle stream, just like Gary said. So
0: it's very impressive and the fact that you using 100% pcr means it's already recycled
2: it's already is, recycled It's already a <laughs> second life
1: yeah yeah i love to make that point is this is coming from the waste stream and this is plastics that we're keeping out of the oceans parks and and the environment as a whole and i mean just put it in perspective we've probably used over 600 million milk jugs, keeping that out of the oceans and landfills and giving it a second life. And so now we're actually trying and, and working very diligently to, to give that material third, fourth, fifth, and sixth life and keep the value of it active.
0: That's,
1: That's over
2: half a billion.
1: <laughs>
0: That's incredible. <laughs> That's over half a billion. <laughs> Huge numbers. And uh, a lot of people don't realize the HDPE Milk jugs are incredibly recyclable yeah. and can be used to to be turned into things like Pectic. So so great! What a what a great circular system. So this leads into my big question. I'm asking everybody: Can packaging be sustainable?
1: <laughs> that's a, that's a great question, and and obviously we'll say the obvious answer: Absolutely. And I think it's about being smart. Um, with how we use those materials. There's a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of alternatives and that are coming out to market to try to replace existing packaging. And unfortunately, and what we get concerned with is people not really understanding the full impacts of those alternative materials. You take corrugate, you take bioplastics, you take some of these others and they're just not as sustainable as reusing material over and over again for the simple fact, just one primary fact is we're reducing and eliminating the the use of our natural resources right. by doing this. And we're saving energy and, and we're helping with climate change. And there's just so many areas that this improves the impact that I believe it can be very sustainable and get away from the multi-layer and get away from those ones. There are plastics out there that aren't right and they're not recyclable. But if it's a recyclable packaging, then absolutely it can be sustainable.
0: And what you're, what you're referring to is pushing for and urging people to use mono materials like single ply plastics.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want to put in a lot of ingredients, a lot of additives, which a lot of these do, like you said, multi-layering, where you you have your cartons that have a plastic layer on the inside in order to keep the moisture in and keep the wet from seeping through. Well, that's not recyclable. We just don't have the the means to separate that. Except, you know, it's coming up with chemical recycling and what have you that does do that. But they're very limited and very new to the industry as well.
0: Yeah, great point. And I'm hoping to see, and I think we will continue to see new developments in that kind of area.
1: Yeah, we're anxious to see that as well. I think it's a little bit far far out there to, to get it established. It's expensive. It's very high energy. It's not the most efficient. But they're developing as they go. Even our mechanical recycling, they're developing that to improve as well so that they can recycle more variety of uh, materials. But in, in our current, current state, where we're at now, it's best to be a model plastic without any types of additives and other things that would change the structure of that material.
0: Right, It's impressive that you guys were able to develop these with just one material. And it works so well.
1: Yeah. Hats off to our director of operations and the entire team here. Is we were able to come up with a way to actually injection mold bottle grade material. And you talk to most people out there in the industry, they go, no way, you can't do that with 100% recycled bottle grade material. That's fractional melt. We kind of chuckle and we say, well, we can. We figured out a way to do it, and um, we've been successful at it as well. Great, and that's the other point with the material is that it is bottle grade, and a lot of MRFs and a lot of other folks don't understand the fact that this originated from bottles. So you know they say, well, we can only recycle bottles, and it, it, it's going to contaminate the bottle material stream. Well, it's not. It's the same material. It is bottle grade material. And so it should be recycled with the bottles
0: or like you said reused over and over again which is ideal
1: exactly exactly
0: Annie one of the things that's always impressed me with uh, Pactech is how many how many colors it comes in
1: Yes <laughs>
2: how,
0: how many what is the number you're at now with so- the shades and the, and the, the opaques and the different colors that the four and the six pack come in?
2: There's 32 standard. And then we have a whole array of custom colors. I mean, I'm surprised when I, I, I walk by Danielle's office and I'm, I'm like, there's a beautiful new lilac or this gorgeous like marine blue. I, what? I love this. I'm, I'm a huge color geek myself. So I'm just, the, it's so beautiful to see all these custom colors. And, and that's one of our capabilities is that we're able to PMS match towards branding. So, I mean, brands can have their own custom color that's an HDPE, recycled material handle. It's, a, right. it's like such a win-win situation. So it's so valuable to their brand.
0: And a lot of breweries will even put, you'll add a label to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, like maybe a how to recycle or a b corp or things like that yeah
2: yeah definitely we call them deco labels i have one right here yeah so these deco labels i mean it's it's a great also a great opportunity to have the brands put whatever they want i mean messaging on their logo um whatever and and these, for example, Corey, you're going to get a kick out of these. These are our pack to pack handles. These are made exclusively from pack tech handles back oh. into pack deck handles. Yeah. So it's this really cool gray color. That's sort of the color you get when you mix all the colors together. Pretty versatile color though. Goes with everything.
0: It's, yeah, I love it, and that's what it's all about for sustainability, in, in my uh, opinion. And yeah, just just well done, everyone. So, how can we get a hold of you guys if if we want to talk to you about a project or uh, purchase PackTech handles?
2: Yeah, our website. Just come on down to the website. We have just a general inquiry, just questionnaire. Just fill that out, and we get right back to you as soon as possible. And also with the recycling program. And even if you're not a participant, you don't have a bin, but you are. A beer lover and you have a stack of these handles at home which i'm sure after the pandemic i get a lot of emails Annie, where can i drop these off and then we have all the listings on our website as well so you can easily find and you know, type in your zip code or just zoom in on the map and you can see all the participating breweries that you can go and drop these handles off to and Take your stack in, have another beer, <laughs> pick up another pack. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, <I> <laughs> is that packtech.com? P A K T E C H? Mm-hmm, packtech.com. I've even seen some breweries will offer a discount if you bring back a certain number of packtech carriers and like a two bucks off a of beer or something. And I just think that is so cool to entice recycling like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's totally up to breweries. We've seen that a lot in the Midwest. I don't know about Oregon so much, but there's definitely, they've, they've created their own little incentive program to bring back re- handles and to recycle. So, I mean, that's just all of their, you know, we're teaching them a little bit about, you know, recyclability and how amazingly sustainable these handles are. And then they are in turn, you know, interpreting that themselves and and encouraging more and more people to recycle. You know, because that it, it might just you know, it's not a popular thing, but I think it's gaining popularity and to be more sustainable and to care more about our Earth. So, yeah, these little incentive programs are popping up.
0: <laughs> There's a, a place near where I live called the Beer Store. In, yeah, in downtown Milwaukee, and they have stacks to you know five feet high and you just go over and you grab one and then you can go to the the coolers and pick out your beer and just and immediately reused and just reuse yeah people will bring them back in and uh, it's just a wonderful program so well done that's
1: why we say don't cut them up and destroy them because they do reuse them as well Mm -hmm. that's
0: right (laughs) well thank you guys so much for your time it's it's been my honor and uh my pleasure
1: well thank Thank you for having us
0: thank you This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specrightcom backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.